name's Amanda. And I'm Ashley. Um, welcome to Mulatte. Um, we're starting Mulatte as an attempt to open up our um, conversations to the public. Um, this started off kind of, me and Ashley used to work together at, we're not going to actually say where, we just used to work together. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and while we worked together, we were one of the only we were the only two mixed people. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were about two, maybe three max black people that worked at the place. Yep. Um, in a very diverse neighborhood, so that was kind of shocking. Um, diverse as in Hispanic, right. <laughs> too. So um, we weren't even the ones that needed to necessarily be represented exactly there. So I think we ended up bonding not only over the fact that we're both mixed, but also the fact that we were the only ones. Um, And I was new to the city, and Amanda is from here, and it was nice to kind of feel some sort of familiarity um, around me being fresh to the city, small city. Mm -hmm. Um, So we kind of started to bond over um, being who we are, which is two mixed women. Um, yeah. Different age groups, but that doesn't really matter because we're close enough to <laughs> yeah. I think. But, um, yeah. yeah, so that's kind of what started our friendship. And then Amanda had this idea to start a podcast. So what happened was we were just having so many great conversations about being mixed in Grand Rapids, in the Midwest, in... Um, in America. In America. And it was just so eye-opening for me. I don't know about you, but for mm-hmm. me, have these conversations with another mixed individual who could relate or had a different story or um, just that bonding. And we realized that there wasn't much representation of mixed people. Um, yeah, so I think for me, the interest in doing this podcast was... Um, because I didn't have people to look up to. Um, I mean, my mom is black, my dad's white. We don't, I didn't have any mixed relatives um, that I would really talk to aside from my younger sister, who's a few few years younger than I am. Um, So having, being who I needed when I was a kid is kind of my driving force to being a part of this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I just like talking. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact. Amanda will probably end up talking a lot more than I will. Ashley is just such an easy person to talk to, and I found myself opening up way more and um, being able to have discussions I haven't been able to have in the past with her and being accepted. And I want to open that up to other people because I knew I could peer pressure her into doing this. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, And it worked, and I'm happy it did, because we have a lot of unique and interesting stuff that maybe some people who are listening to this can relate to, or learn something from. Um, Who knows? We'll see. Should you explain the name? Yeah, so (laughs) latte for us is a um, mix of two different words. It's one of our loves, and one that that we identify with. Um, We're doing this podcast, actually to understand a little more by discussing with each other and opening that conversation up to you guys on what the term actually means. But um, latte is, of course... A delicious coffee beverage. Ashley got it on the ding-dong there. Um, Mixed with milk. Coffee and milk. Coffee and milk. Coffee and leche. Ooh. So... 
Um, on the other hand, you have the word mulatto, which um, each of us have a different background with having it brought into our lives, yep. having a full understanding of it, um, having discussions with it with others. Having different reactions to the word. Like, I know mm-hmm. for me, I kind of have, like, this deep gut reaction when I hear it and when I've heard it in the past and knowing that that word has been used um, or the connotation behind the word is typically negative. Um, I kind of carried that with me as well, where I didn't want to identify as mulatto. Um, but unfortunately, being um, mixed, a lot of the words that we use ha- give people these gut reactions. Um, so I think a part of confronting that word by using it in our name is kind of related to the theme of this podcast by confronting the mixed experience and what that means for not only us but people who listen to us whether you're mixed or not um you can learn a little bit or you know maybe relate better to people in your lives um so yeah this is all about confronting uh the human experience and what that means to us and uh yeah welcome to Mulatte. <laughs> This is so fun, because Ashley just asked me to teach her how to be more confrontational. (laughs) And I'm doing it, y'all. I'm doing it. Here we go. Hey, (laughs) I'm a Pisces, and, you know, I'm very sensitive, and um, it's hard to confront without crying, so hopefully there will be a lot fewer tears shed on this podcast than have been in my real life. Um, I'm a Leo, so... (laughs) So this is, like, your, like, realm. This is easy breathing for me. Um... (laughs) I can all cry, learn from each but other. like high key, I like crying. I'm all about the crying. Crying's great. Crying is great. Crying is real. I yep. I have nothing wrong with crying. I have nothing wrong with anything I do. Hashtag Leo. <laughs> hey, shameless. This is who um, we are. This is who we are. Um, we are mixed, and um, there's just constantly from since I can remember. I think like elementary school. I went to like basically an all-white school and like not really feeling like I fit in being called the poofy haired girl um not really having friends that understood me and like what it was like to be me or had hair that was like mine or the same skin color as mine um to growing up and then dating and and that was a huge jump from like elementary school to like first boyfriend or whatever. Um, I mean, but my first boyfriend was Day Day <laughs> in uh, kindergarten. Were you at Day Day? Oh, were you at Day Day? No, please don't. Come yeah, find me. don't actually. We're, we're we've grown and we moved on. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so um, I think I forget where I was going with that. But I think like finding space <laughs> as a mixed person mixed woman um has always been difficult for me I know Amanda for you as well um because there hasn't really been space for us and we've been seen differently by different people I mean like small example people saying like you know the one drop rule like you know you're one drop black so you're black and that kind of disregards a whole other side of us Mm -hmm. and I think like by no means are we claiming to be one or the other, at least for me, I'm not, and that's why I identify as mixed, and I'm okay with identifying as mixed, because I have mixed experiences, and I know that I don't personally fit in the on the black side that my mom, you know, she's black, or the white side, like my dad, so. Yeah, and I think that's a really good way to phrase it, because um, I think so many people expect us 
or make mm-hmm. us or want us to lean a certain way um, based on the way we speak, based on our attitude, based on our hair, based on the, the, the decisions of us to hang out. Yeah, and with this being said, us wanting to share and wanting to open up and wanting to put this on the table does not is not us wanting to take a seat from anybody else this is us simply saying that there is an entire mixed population out there and yes that's puerto rican and chinese that's you know black and white that's there's literally so many there's combinations so many of people and it's growing every day and it's going growing every day um and we don't want to take the conversation away from Black Lives Matter. We don't want to um, necessarily disrespect the side of our family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't think people have considered mix right. as an entity on its own. And I don't think people have allowed us to define that. Right, and I'd like to see representation grow, mm-hmm. even if it starts with like a small weekly podcast or whatever. I'd like to see more, um, and hear more, and be around more mixed representation, regardless of um, who's mixed and how they're mixed. And I think mm-hmm. like, um, and we, them saying they're mixed because right. we grew up with T and Tamara, but you know, to the <laughs> public, they're black. Right, and right. like. You know, Tamara has come out and said, you know, I'm mixed. You mm-hmm, know, I'm allowed mm-hmm. to have a white husband and things like that. And, you know, have more biracial kids and everything like that. But, right. you know, it's it's tough. There's, there's a gradient. That. And to be put into that, not half of the time, but all of the time with another sector of your life, of your identity a whole amount of the time as well. Mm-hmm. It is two complete stories overlaid, and... It's very complex. <laughs> it's a very complicated existence, and I think, like, I did want to say that by no means are we talking about the mixed experience as a whole, mm-hmm. but rather us as individuals living as mixed individuals. I mean, like, Amanda and I have had different upbringings and different lives and we've experienced things differently and might even disagree on like not disagree but just have different experiences different views different understandings literally just understandings the capacity to um just empathize or see or fully comprehend another person's experience is something we're all trying to do and it's something we are going to go through with you guys together hopefully because ashley is different than me ashley inspires me constantly and I'm hoping to learn from her in this way. Um, and I've definitely learned a lot from Amanda. And uh, to be honest, Amanda, <laughs> I I think you turned 21 the year we met. And I think I was 27. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, this... Before I even knew that Amanda was turning 21, I was like, wow, this girl is, like, super, like, outspoken and like just speaks her mind and seems so confident and then I was like oh my god she's 21 like I could learn something from like this woman who is like years younger than I am and I think like we were beyond that point of like um 
you know, it just matters that we both have diverse views and experiences and personality mm-hmm. traits where we, I guess, can bounce back and forth and, like, blend our experiences and, and traits and we kind of learn from each other. And yeah. um, it's a match made in heaven. It's literally, <laughs> like, we're two, like, basic opposites. Leos mm-hmm. and Pisces are not, no. <laughs> not blended. Not they don't well. blend well. Um, you grew up in California. I grew up in the Midwest. Um, you have a black mother. I have a white mother. Like, Mm -hmm. we are the opposites. Um, (laughs) and we found each other randomly in a grocery store. Just a random, tiny grocery store in the middle of the Midwest. Um, so... We're taking advantage of this, folks. Right. But also, can I just point out a funny thing? Is that we are so different, but literally so many customers at the grocery store would confuse us with each other constantly, which is another malady of being mixed. Is that, like, I guess, I don't know. It was often, like, a lot of, like, older women and and men who'd be like, oh, hey, are you Amanda? And I'm like woman we look nothing alike we don't talk alike we don't talk alike hair is different like yeah we I just started my natural hair journey um I'm coming on eight months of natural hair um I think for me it's it's going on four years four years so Ashley and my eldest sister who are the same age actually are the ones who inspired me to go on the natural hair journey um which we'll talk about soon which we'll talk about eventually (laughs) but ultimately yeah we I would always have my hair straightened, and people would still go up to her and her fro and be like, Amanda! Or, like, huh? or, or, or Pitt, because I went by different names, so I didn't, didn't get creepers. Right, and what's... <laughs> I mean, that, that's smart. What's funny is that, like, I'm so introverted, and Amanda's so extroverted that, like, she would just talk to these, like, random people, and literally it was my worst nightmare being confused for her. <laughs> because these, like, strangers, yes, it's customer service, but you don't always want to, like you know interact with everyone because Amanda would do that and they would assume that I'm her and it would be kind of like a oh Amanda how's it going and then they'd I'd turn around and they'd be like oh uh I see your name tag you're not Pitt or Amanda um so yeah it's just it's funny because again that's just another example of being lumped into one group despite us being two very distinct individuals very different yeah we're, we're very different you guys yeah um yeah <laughs> well, we're both like five eights we we're both five eight um but like we even have different body types like if we, like if we're honest if we want to get down to business like we have different obviously placed tattoos right we have different like fa- Everything. I don't wear glasses. I wear more makeup. I wear glasses. Right. I wear more makeup than Amanda does. Um, I don't even know. I have a giant afro, and, like, you just started your giant afro. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> it still has to get giant. Like, if we're really talking about this, it's still got to get there. Yeah, like, so. Um, yeah, and then, like, constantly being compared to one celebrity. Oh, my gosh. Um, Ashley gets the... Tia and Tamara, sister, I've sister. And Tamara. I've gotten Michelle Obama. And I'm like, but you know, I love her. I know. I mean, she's a strong woman and she looks amazing, is smart as hell. Like, celebrity comparisons aren't bad. Like, let me tell no. you, I, I will always support a woman, especially a woman of color. I, I just, 
don't see where you're coming from. Okay, Zendaya. I get Zendaya all the time. I... If I'm at an angle, sometimes I'll be like, okay. MySpace angles. Sun, yeah, like literally if, there, if the sun is like glowing and I have no key idea what complexion is, then maybe I'll be Zendaya. But yeah. like real talk, it's a, it's a gap. Yeah, and I think we should She's like get... two inches taller than me. She's is she like really? three sizes smaller than me too. Hey, I don't know. People probably haven't met her and they're just like, who's this beautiful... Mixed woman. <laughs> Ashley. Hey, we're from a small city, and, you know. Sometimes they, these small city people get their hopes up, thinking one day <laughs> is at a grocery store. Like, <laughs> come on. She could be. Who knows? Stay if you're listening, come out. <laughs> come out. We're in Grand Rapidity. Um yeah. So, Amanda, how about you talk about, like, your family, your parents? and? Yeah, definitely. So, um... As we said previously, I'm the opposite of Ashley. So Ashley had black mama, white daddy. I had a black dad, or I have <laughs> a black daddy and a white mama. Um, yeah, it's different. My white side of the family's here in Michigan. My black side of the family's down in um, Alabama. So the good old South. And I don't really interact with them that much. Um, and we, I don't see them that often because they are down in Alabama. So I've had a lot of interactions where people assume I'm white passing or things like that because I'm regularly immersed with my white family. Um, and because of my skin tone, I'm, I, I feel, I've always had the belief, the scientific mm. deduction, I don't know, that, that makes people with white parents are louder or white moms are, I always assume that your pigment relied on your mother's side more too. than your father's. I did too. Um... Because I had a... I mean, we are very similar in pigment. I'm not as tan right now because I work in an office now. Yeah. But um, I had a mixed kid live down the street from me. And she had a black mom and a white dad. And she was much darker than I was growing mm-hmm. up. So I just grew up thinking pigment relied on your mother. Right. I did too until I think middle school. I um, There was a girl who I know for a fact she had a white mom and a black dad. But... Like, to me, to my untrained, like, 12-year-old mm-hmm. eyes, she was black. Um, and I was always like, how is this girl mixed? But again and again, these experiences proved to us that, like, being mixed isn't one thing or the mm-hmm. other. It's, like, such a spectrum mm-hmm. um, that no matter who your parents are, or even, like, within siblings, you can look different. Um, yeah. I mean, I know my younger sister is much lighter in skin tone than I am um so it's kind of like I mean we have the same parents but somehow this happens and genetics are very crazy and it's kind of ridiculous that we base so much on genetics when nobody had a choice but that's me being Captain Obvious (laughs) (laughs) I didn't pick my genetics yeah (laughs) yeah so that's that I am 23 as of a week ago Happy late birthday. Oh, thank you. Nobody likes me now. <laughs> what do you mean? Blink-182. Oh. Nobody likes me now. Hey, yeah. I was at Blink-182. Shit. <laughs> it's one of those emo like guys. That. One of those emotional folks. Yeah. Who. Who made great music. Who made know? classic. For that time. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm 29. My half birthday was a day before Amanda's birthday, so I'm closer to 30 than I was, t- and 
M to 29. Um, but honestly, I... So, like, fun fact, when up? we were at the grocery store, people would get us so mixed up all the time that we literally told people we were twins because we were so done <laughs> we with it. We just accepted it. We would be like, oh, no, that's my twin sister, Ashley. And we made up a fake birthday that was in between yep. our birthdays, which was, what, like, April 12th? It was, uh... G- April 21st. We went with your birthday. No, it was May because I'm mm. February and you're August. So May. six months apart. So, May 20th? May. Because I'm February 20th and you're so August. So, it was 20- 20th because I said we could do your yeah so our our birthday's 520 yeah um honestly that was kind of just our reaction to being sick and tired of the multiple times a day of people confusing us and then asking if we were related never (laughs) seen us in person uh and have confused us you will now know that we are not actually related that we are not actually related (laughs) ashley is a 29 year old and get married um grown-ass woman (laughs) and i am a 23 year old obnoxious grown-ass woman (laughs) (laughs) honestly amanda has her life together in ways that i could only dream of so yeah I stare at walls for, like, six hours a day, so I don't know what she's saying. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I stare at the TV, but daydream, like, 24 hours a day, so... Hey, at least I'm not breaking my eyes more than I am. There I'm you go. Already. See? Yeah. Amanda has a lot to teach me. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think I kind of already went over my parents' ethnicity, and you kind of touched on that, too, but, um, yeah, my mom's black, my dad's white, and I grew up mostly around... Um, my mom's family but it it's only really been immediate family and my grandmother who was black um so so when did you when did you realize that being mixed was was a thing was different than yeah when I mean like yes it's different obviously but when like what was it when you were like you know I'm not fully black or I'm not fully white Mm, um so Two very distinct uh, experiences stand out in my head when I think of that. Um, Actually, three, but I'll I'll just say a couple, I guess. Uh, So I remember, um, and hair is a big part of my life, as Mm. it is with a lot of, like, mixed and black women's lives. Um, But I remember being, I just moved to a new city in, like, second grade and uh, in California, and... I remember having hair that was different from all of my classmates. I think it was, like, down to my, like, butt crack. <laughs> it was, like, super long. Um, my mom used to, like, religiously relax my hair um, when I was a kid, which I feel very sad about because um, I wish I'd always been natural, but whatever. I mean, it was very hard to manage. I have very thick hair, da 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 whatever. Anyway, but I knew I had very poofy hair, uh, very big, um, but it would be, my mom, my mom would press it, like, once a week, so anyway, even with it pressed, it'd be massive, and I'd wear it in a ponytail, and my mom would braid the underneath of the ponytail to make the ponytail smaller, because I know that's probably what I asked for, so I could fit in with my, like, white classmates, um, and I would hide my hair under a hood in, like, second grade, because I was, not trying to look different and I thought that my hair was like the thing that made me different and um I would hide it constantly um didn't help that the boy that I liked in second grade was like always calling me the poofy haired girl um so I probably didn't really want the attention but um 
that was one of the first things where I was like, shoot, I'm different and I want to hide. Second thing I can think of was also elementary school. I think it might have been second or third grade as well. This was a transitional time in my life where mm -hmm. like it was, I mean, transitions are hard. I still struggle with them. Um, so maybe I was dealing with like some sort of stress. But I remember my dad brought me to school one day or brought something to school for me. And when my classmates saw him, my dad's this like very white man. Um, I mean, he's from Michigan. I mean, I don't know, it doesn't mean anything, but he's like a very Midwestern white guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and he brought something to school for me and people were like looking at him, like, who is that guy? Why is he talking to you, Ashley? Like, it was just very, like, they were very nosy and I wasn't very proud of where I came from and who my family was. Um, so my very intelligent, seven or eight year old brain was like oh that's just my uncle <laughs> I couldn't admit that my dad was white I didn't I wasn't smart enough or old enough to realize saying it was my uncle meant that like I mean I still had a white relative so like I was admitting that he was related to me but I think at that time I didn't want classmates to know that I had a white dad like, you were two levels of different. Yes. Like not only did you not fit in with them, but you didn't fit in with them and still were one of them. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was very, um, I don't know why I still remember those. I think that they're still, like, they're very formative experiences that are so, like, you would assume, like, me saying to a classmate, oh, that's my uncle, is, like, a very minor little, like, white lie. But, like, to me, it was, like, my identity was at stake. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, seven years old and worried yeah. about that, which, like... I mean, I don't know what it's like to be a seven-year-old white child. I don't know mm -hmm. if they have to hide who their parents are, if they have two, um, like, a mom and a dad. I don't know mm -hmm. how they feel growing up. Or I mean, my parents are, like, aside from being my mom's black, my dad's white, they were, like, very normal people, mm -hmm. um, like, lower income. Mm -hmm. But, like, nothing was... They were just average, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they weren't extraordinarily different, unique humans um so I don't know no yeah. yeah my same my same experiences were that age group really? too I was also transitioning here in Grand Rapids not like <laughs> anything big but right. for the midwest um the elementary school I went to closed down so we trans transitioned to a different high school or elementary school so yeah in second grade I would say when I was younger I it's so funny it was second grade, sorry. Yeah, right, right, right. I was, like, listening to you, and I was like, well, how relevant. <laughs> what a coinky dink. But um, I would say majority of my memories as a child were more relative to what people would consider stereotypically black. Um, we listened to R&B. We would have, you know, we would hang out. You, you know, like... I, I didn't, not that, that I, not that I didn't hang around, like, white people as often. Like, both of my direct neighbors were white. Um, the one after that was mixed. That was the black mom and white dad that I brought up previously. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the block was Hispanic. Um, so I would say I grew up in a, a neighborhood that was diverse. And then I went to a school, and my class was 
diverse. I remember my best friends at the time were um, three black girls who, you know, who've grown into people who inspire me, honestly. Like, whenever I see them on Facebook, I'm just like, we knew this. We knew you. <laughs> like, back in second grade, we knew you guys, you three were going to be just, like, Boss. entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, like, the top notch. Like, just, they breathed just like I don't even know how to explain it like just badass just bad <laughs> boss ass like I don't know they they amaze me honestly to this day oh that's nice yeah and um I just remember you know hanging out with them and one day we were at like a um we had like field day or, or something like that but it had to be inside because it was raining or something and they played an R&B song so I knew what was happening so I was like uh-huh uh-huh. And I was dancing, and I was popping, and I, I was, like, that. shaking my booty. And then um, somebody was like, that's not how you pop. And I was like... Excuse I was me? Like, I was like, um, this is how my dad... Talk. I was like, I, this is how I was taught to pop. So I assumed I was popping. Like, I was, like, down... Knee, like wrists on knees, like you were putting in a full I was effort, bending I'm sure. the back, you know. I was going yeah. for it. I was like shaking your booty cheeks, you know, mm-hmm. eight year old, like yep. snapping my fingers, and um, I just remember being like, "What?" <laughs> I just remember feeling so bad, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm not doing it right. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not good enough." And then, um, yeah, that was like a big hit for me and then I also remember when I was a kid with my sister it goes the same way of like with the realization like so I say this in a way that like isn't to call out my sisters at all but I don't think I would be considered as white leaning as I as I think people consider me if they didn't consider themselves as white leaning as they do. So you like lumped in your identity with your sister's mm-hmm. identity. Oh, definitely. I still to do to this day. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's what sisters do. I do yeah. the same thing with my younger sister. I would not be the human I am today without my sisters. I take very a lot of pride in that. I consider all of my accomplishments a part of their accomplishments because they made me. Um, but at the same time. I am my own person, Mm -hmm. and I do identify with my black side just as much, and I remember being a kid, and I was just, like, doing something dumb. Being (laughs) a kid. (laughs) Being a kid, like, you know, we grew up on R&B and hip-hop and all that, so, like, I was rapping with a song, and it was like, you don't know until you know, (laughs) N-word, and my sister went off. She was like, Dad, Amanda just said the N-word, and my dad just, like, came in, and I was like, Amanda, we don't say that. And I was like, but we're black. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you don't know. Yeah. When you're, you said you were like eight years old or yeah, so. Yeah, I was like that mid-range between like six and nine probably. Yeah. But like, you know what I'm saying? So like, like young. And like, so whenever I hear like the N-word debate, I'm just like, I'm mixed and I can't even say the N-word. Who right. the hell are you? Right. And I was just like, who are you? What are you trying to argue? Like, right. They said no. <laughs> so no. That's it. It's simple. Um, so yeah, daddy said told me no, so the answer is no. <laughs> but I just remember those two, two distinct things where I was just like, okay, so I'm not black. Yeah. And then um, 
It's funny how, like, those little, little things make mm-hmm. you question your identity. And you're questioning your identity while you're, like, barely learning how to be a functioning human. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't realize those are the parts you're questioning either. Mm-hmm. You don't realize that, you know, you're not questioning why you don't fit in, like, what, why your friends don't like you. You're, you're, you're questioning just, like, why you're not flexible and, like, right. can bend your back that way. Right. <laughs> in the shape. Right. Um, <laughs> or why can't I admit that that's my dad when everybody else seems mm-hmm. to have a dad? Or mm-hmm. why can't I just let my hair flow free, which I do today. Mm-hmm. And this is payback for all the times I've hidden my hair. Mm-hmm. I just let it flow free, whatever. But, like, back then it's, like, why can't, why couldn't I have just, like, been, like, a kid? And, like, mm-hmm. we all have struggles and stuff, but, like thinking about this, like, huge existential existential mm-hmm. issue of, like, who am I as a mixed person now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you were, like, babies. Yeah. It's so sad. I still have a whole part of my experience that I haven't come to light with. hmm And just accepting that I'm mixed. Yeah. It's so complex that I'm kind of, like... It's, like, making me think back to, like, I'm, like, my whole life is flashing before my eyes. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm just, like, you're probably thinking, man, you need to go to therapy. <laughs> All right. Hey, so that out professionally. Is, therapy is such a help. Yeah. Um, it's helped me discover, like, not, like, just race things, but, like, other deep things that we don't need to cover today. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, there's so much that I think, like, we will uncover as we speak, and, like, we might not follow the plan that we laid out for Mm -hmm. the day but um I mean as long as our listeners bear with us as we're like not only sharing our experiences but like discovering things about ourselves Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of what the whole uh purpose is that this is a process and that we want to um serve as kind of a springboard in your own life um your own lives there's more than one listener. Hopefully there is. <laughs> Hi, Mom and Dad. Just kidding. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, I want to, I'm hoping that we serve as, like, a conversation starter, starter that people can have with their themselves, with people around them, uh, friends, family, online, whatever it might be. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a process and a journey that I don't think will ever end. Yeah, and I'm really glad you're doing this with me. Oh, me too. Aww. Aww. Thanks for caving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at that. <laughs> so thank you guys for joining us. Um, we hope you stay tuned. And yeah, this is Amanda. And this is Ashley. And we will TTYL. Bye. Bye. Uh, bye. <laughs> uh, bye again.